United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Next week, we are marking the anniversary of something that happened. That's the 10th anniversary of the attacks uh, in Mumbai in 2008. At the time, Robert Wood was the deputy State Department spokesman, said the U.S. was consulting with nations to find out who was responsible. This is a discussion that we have uh, quite often with uh, other countries about how we can deal with the terrorist phenomenon around the world. And so we do work with the United Nations. We work with the European Union. Uh, with other players to try to see what we can do to, you know, stamp out, uh, you know, extremism. That was happening 10 years ago. Let's talk about it in the context of today, what we have learned, what we have not yet learned, and the, the sort of aftermath, the aftershocks of that attack. Moeed Youssef is Assistant Vice President for the Asia Center at the United States Institute of Peace. The Twitter handle is at USP, and he joins Moeed. Welcome back. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me. Refresh the memory of people who might have a vague recollection of what happened 10 years ago about what exactly did take place. It was a highly coordinated, massive attack. What, what, what happened that day? Yeah, essentially not day, but three days. Uh, this lasted three days. This is a group, a terrorist group called Lashkar e Taiba, um, operators of which um, allegedly crossed over from Pakistan, got into Mumbai, the Indian financial capital, if you will, uh, 12 coordinated attacks at various uh, locations around the city, uh, including an iconic Taj Hotel, uh, ultimately killing over 160 people, injuring over 300, uh, including U.S. citizens, um, given that they targeted um, centers frequented by uh, foreigners. So, uh, you know, the Indian media dubbed this as India's 9-11 uh, it had sort of unprecedented scale of a uh, coordinated terrorist attack uh, in India. Uh, and it, as I said, lasted three days. Uh, woefully inadequate Indian um, intelligence and then law enforcement response uh, made it worse for them. What was the intended target? What was the intended message to be delivered by Lashkar al-Taiba? So this is a group that essentially um, believes or uh, sort of fights for the freedom of quote-unquote Indian Muslims in Kashmir. Kashmir is the disputed uh, territory between India and Pakistan. Uh, has been disputed since they were created in 1947. Uh, both claim it. And lashkar e essentially argues that this is a, a holy war, a religious war, in which the uh, Muslims in Kashmir who... Uh, are in majority in the state, um, need to be essentially uh, freed from, from Indian rule. And in Kashmir, you have a, um, you know, a sentiment that um, wants to drive towards independence. Uh, they've asked for autonomy for the longest period from the Indian state. So there are problems there. Uh, and this group, of course, takes, uh, takes it upon itself to, to use violence uh, to hurt India, essentially. That's the agenda. It has, does not seem that the relationship has warmed at all between Pakistan and India since that time. Well, that's the sad part, actually. Mumbai was really a watershed. Uh, on the day Mumbai happened, this was the uh, end of a five-year-long uh, peace process that India and Pakistan had followed. It was the um, most sort of advanced peace bid that they'd had in, in all their history. 
they've sort of gotten very close to resolving a number of issues, including Kashmir. And not only did that fall apart, but sadly, India-Pakistan relations have been very tense since. Uh, there have been terrorist attacks um, in India that India's blamed on Pakistan. Pakistan now blames India for using uh, Afghan territory, Afghanistan, to, to um, uh, sort of create trouble in Pakistan. So, no, their, their relationship has been terrible. There's no dialogue. Uh, and there's not a single confidence-building measure um, on terrorism that they've concluded since Mumbai. So, you know, it begs the question, where do they stand today? And God forbid something like this were to happen today, are they better or worse prepared to, to handle it? Well, yourself is with us, Assistant Vice President for the Asia Center at the United States Institute of Peace. It also seems to me, Moid, that whenever the U.S. wants to get involved in this somehow, if they are seen as favoring India, it immediately is taken by the Pakistanis as a threat. And if they do anything that that seems to lean toward Pakistan, then India considers that a threat. The, the, the United States almost cannot win in taking sides on anything between these two countries. That's true. I mean, that's sort of the mediator's dilemma, if you will. Yet, uh, you know, I've, I've done a whole book on this earlier this year, and I've sort of talked uh, on that in your program as well. The, the truth is that one of the key reasons uh, these crises between India and Pakistan in the wake of these kind of attacks did not escalate to a full-fledged war was U.S. mediation. I mean, the U.S. played a critical role along with other uh, international actors, including sort of the Chinas of the world and others, uh, to de-escalate tensions, basically by leveraging uh, its influence over both countries and pressuring them to back off, and then promising them either concessions or threatening costs if they didn't listen. But, but yes, you're right that both sides would actually blame the U.S. From, for tilting uh, towards their opponent, but they also recognize they don't want to fight a nuclear war. They recognize that they don't have direct mechanisms to end crises, even if they do to start them. Uh, and thus, the U.S. has been absolutely crucial in the past. Also, in the context of what the president has tweeted recently, I'd love to get your take. And, and of course, at this 10-year anniversary of the U.S. and the relationship with Pakistan, the president uh, saying that he was going to cut off aid to Pakistan, saying on Twitter that uh, they are not doing a damn thing for us. He also said in the interview with Fox News that you could talk about Osama bin Laden in Pakistan is proof. Meanwhile, Imran Khan, who is the prime minister, had fired back saying that the president needs to be informed about historical facts. Is this, uh, is this being made more of than it is, or is this just two individuals who don't see eye to eye? Give us some context on that. Well, it's too bad. That's all I would say. And, and, and I'd say that because, quite frankly, after years, we're at a point where the U.S. and Pakistan actually see eye to eye on where to go on Afghanistan. I mean, this is all about resolving Afghanistan. The tension between the U.S. and Pakistan has been over Afghanistan, and that's where the mistrust comes from. Uh, but now with the U.S. pushing hard, uh, to get to peace talks with the Taliban, try to find a peace deal in Afghanistan. Uh, Pakistan sees that in its interest. And for the first time, I see genuine signs of U.S. and Pakistan trying to work together. So in that space, uh, you know, quite frankly, my argument and my view on this is the next six months are crucial for Afghanistan. And for peace in Afghanistan, I think for the sake of peace in Afghanistan, 
We need to forget the past for a bit. We need to forget who did what and who didn't do what on both sides uh, and ultimately focus on the goal, which is resolving the Afghanistan conflict. Uh, anything that comes in the way, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or anything else, uh, I think would be a distraction. Muid Yusuf, I appreciate the perspective as always. Thank you for joining us today and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. It's always a pleasure. You too. Moed Youssef is Assistant Vice President for the Asia Center at the United States Institute of Peace. Looking back 10 years ago, the attacks on Mumbai, what we learned and didn't learn, sadly, as he says, uh, many questions still remain, uh, and there are no good answers to some of the challenges that were posed by that attack. That said, he would like to see us move forward, and maybe the president could back off a little bit on the attacks on Pakistan, because if they agree with the U.S. on Afghanistan, that may help resolve that particular issue. By the way, Moed is tweeting at USIP. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.